Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And in this episode, I want to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of shooting single cam versus multi-cam and kind of my thought process when, you know, filming a short film or anything of that nature, right? So before I get into it, though, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. All right, so let's get into today's lesson or discussion. So uh, for me, just being upfront, uh, whenever possible, I will always try to shoot multiple cameras. Now, the reason for this is because it just affords me to shoot a lot more coverage a lot faster. And given my documentary background, uh, in a way, even if it's uh, scripted stuff, I like to just basically capture things in the moment, you know, and rather than have actors redo things, uh, to me, there, there's, um, I, I love the freneticism that comes with just kind of quick performances rather than just the repetitive nature of it, right? So, you know, in that sense, I will, you know, whenever possible, try to do multiple cameras, you know, but it also in that sense has an advantage. Like a lot of times, let's say for documenting work, if you're doing a sit down interview, um, then especially for something like that, you have the ability to sell it, set, you know, if the person's sitting just kind of down, you know, and you're interviewing a single person, you, you want the coverage, right? Especially because the answers that they're giving, since it's not scripted, you don't want to have to repeat multiple times. So in that sense, you know, having two to three cameras gives you really good coverage so that way you can edit the interview however you would need to, right? Um, so so it helps in that sense. Um, now for me, I generally, you know, even if I could have more cameras, I generally kind of stick to two cameras um, per scene. You know, I do have like other cameras that I can utilize um, for me, uh, when there's a lot going on, but um, the way I like to film is, like I said, you know, having this sense of frenetic, and so, you know, the camera's moving or, or so forth, and because of that, uh, you know, having more than two cameras, people might start to end up within each other's shots, meaning uh, the crew and so forth, right? Um, even just, even if it's just literally like two camera people walking or, you know, three camera people walking around, they might cross over into each other. So for that reason, I generally limit uh, stuff to two cameras and that gives me enough of, uh, you know, distance to where we can avoid each other, right? Because, you know, um, however many actors there are, but let's just say for the sake of argument, there's two, you know, um, one person can be getting one sort of wide shot. Maybe the other gets a different kind of wide shot on the next go uh, of filming. You know, one person gets a medium close-up of one. The other person gets another medium close-up of the other person. So we can kind of avoid each other that way. Once you introduce the third camera and especially a fourth, then it can get a little bit more tricky, right? Uh, so, so that's kind of my overall methodology. And like I said, I mean, um, in, in general, not only does it get me coverage, you know, um, and, 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 and coverage for the various things, like instead of having to repeat it multiple times, um, the nice part, this part of that is it just saves so much 
time, right? By getting um, coverage, more coverage as, as you go, then of course that speeds up to your production process. And, you know, for me, I like that because we're not afforded um, that much time with the stuff that we do, right? And so getting multiple angles and so forth really benefits, right? Um, let's say you had eight shots in a scene. Well, you can shoot it out. Instead of, you know, having eight different setups, now you only have four, right? That's a significant difference um, to think about. Now, where I might use just one single camera is when I'm looking for a very specific shot. You know, let's say a rack focus from an object to a person, um, you know, maybe a pan reaction, you know, someone says something and then we pan over to a reaction shot of another person. Um, you know, sometimes when it's that specific and I need to make sure like that, that specific shot, because that's what we're going to use is nailed down, then, you know, uh, it, it's not as beneficial to run the second camera because we're just focused on that, you know, and it's like, if we're just literally getting that sort of shot, you know, running the second camera, okay, fine, you might get some additional uh, coverage just for the heck of it, but it's not really going to, because you know you're going to utilize that the shot that you intend for that section, so you don't really need to. And, you know, part of it is, like, it might sound like I'm just saying, you know, with the idea of running multiple cameras, like, film everything, film a lot, and part of that is yes, but at the same time with footage becoming, you know, uh, 4K upwards, that's a lot of hard drive storage, right? And I don't think people talk about that enough. I mean, um, you know, 4K footage, at least with, with like black magic, um, you, basically in good quality, um, you know, and it doesn't matter if you shoot on the Red, the Alexa, and so forth, like good quality um, video, it, let's say give or take is like for 67 minutes worth of footage equals about 256 gigs. That adds up. You know, especially if you're filming something very long form, you know, like a feature film. And so in that sense, I try not to run the camera unnecessarily. You know, a lot of people will just, you know, start the camera at the top and just kind of still be given directions to the actors and so forth. Rather for me, it's like, okay, I'd rather do all that. Okay, we're ready to film. Cool. I'm going to hit record. A couple seconds later, action, right? And then as soon as we're sort of done with that, boom. Um, cut the camera, right? Um, that's sort of my methodology. And so that's why, you know, if I know I'm getting a specific shot that I want, um, you know, there's no point in really running the second camera because it's, it's just more hard drive space that for, for something that I'm not going to utilize, right? Um, so that's kind of really my methodology in terms of single camera versus not like a lot of times I think of the, the, the need to use single camera is when you're being very precise. You know, I think of like Christopher, a Christopher Nolan film, let's say, you know, he has these very specific shots and so forth that he um, needs to get. And so that would be a time to use, um, you know, single cam because you're, you're focused on that and, you know, something of that budget, yeah, they can kind of, I mean, not that they have the luxury of time, but they um, they certainly have it more so than most indie filmmakers. And so, 
you know, if you're going to go with one camera, you have to, I think part of the trade-off is knowing more so you have to be specific with what you need. Um, and I would even say like, instead of, if you need like a, a close up of a person, um, rather than film the entire scene, just figure out what parts you actually do need. Cause you know, I mean, in general, right. This obviously this is not a hard and fast rule, but let's say, you know, you have a scene, they kind of open up, two people come together, they greet each other, then they sit down and so forth, right? You don't need necessarily um, them coming together, hugging and so forth in a close-up. You know, once they sit down and the scene, you know, and they kind of get rid of the uh, the banter stuff, the, the stuff that's kind of superfluous and get to the nitty-gritty of the scene, then yes, you, you know, uh, to feel the emotion, you're probably going to want to be in close-up coverage. And so maybe just start there instead of doing the entire scene, you know? Um, and that's where like shot listing and having line scripts is important. So you know what coverage you need for what and how much coverage of it you have. Um, and it's something, you know, that I utilize even when I'm filming with multiple cameras. You know, I don't always film the entire scene in with two cameras, you know, and then just repeat in different angles and shots, you know? I'll be like, okay, great. We have this... You know, like a lot of times for me, um, there's why well, I utilize wide shots for the beginnings of scenes, um, the ends, and if there's like big movement somewhere in the middle, right? So I might just get those three little chunks, um, film that and be like, okay, cool. Let's, let's move on. Right. So that's kind of my methodology and, you know, um, overall, you know, whatever process works for you, um, is the best one, right? There's not like, you know, a lot of people get hung up on like how other people do it. And it's like, well, if it works for you, then adopt, adopt it. Um, but I just wanted to give you all these things to think about, um, in that way. And, you know, I mean, granted, sometimes you're, you know, you, you might not have the luxury of having multiple cameras just because you can't get your hands on, um, the camera that you want. Now, to that also, you know, some people will be like, oh, we need to shoot on an Alexa and we only have one Alexa. And so we'll shoot on that. And it's like, you know, depending on ultimately what you're trying to do, um, that could be good, right? Um, but I think too many, at the end of the day, too many people hang their hat on the quality of the camera that they have versus focusing on more of the story, the acting and so forth. And, you know, nowadays, even like, uh, smartphones, like they film really good quality. So, you know, just get a couple of, you, you, even if like you traded off and had two, two smartphones filming a scene, um, and then you get the coverage. Great. You know, for me, again, part of the reason why I think a lot about this and why I need to be quick is, um, I'm a guerrilla filmmaker in that sense. Like, you know, we go to various locations and we don't have a lot of time, you know, like we're out in the public. And so we don't have a lot of time to, film certain scenes. And so speed is of the essence, um, in that way. And so for me, as much as, you know, I would want to use, let's say a red or an Alexa for those scenes and have them make them look gorgeous and so forth. It's like, it's just time does not permit it. And so, you know, boom, just stick two cameras, get, know what you need, get it, move on. Um, and again, and you know, but, but sometimes, like I said, you know, the back and forth of it is, Maybe I do want to be specific and get like one particular shot. So, okay, you know, just do that one and keep it moving. Especially if it's, you know, a lot of times if it's like a very short scene, 
Um, you know, I, th I think sometimes people overcut it and overshoot. So, you know, uh, if there's a specific scene and things like that, that's quick and it hangs on the sort of one thing, um, you know, my recommendation would be like, figure out how that shot works. You, you know, you know, maybe there, yeah, you can add movement to it, a pan, a tilt, a push in, a push out, whatever it is. Um, but you don't always have to like get coverage for the sake of coverage. No, if, if, if you know that it works, like just do that one single thing and then you can keep it moving, you know? Um, it's certainly kind of how the Wachowskis, like the Wachowskis were very specific with their um, ideas for the Matrix, the original uh, Matrix movie. And in that sense, it, it did actually allow them to film faster because, you know, they, they knew this, the, the succession of shots that they needed to get and they didn't need to waste time on just getting um, coverage that they knew that they weren't going to use, right? Um, so... These are just a couple of things to think about um, when it comes to filming a movie. Anyway, I hope it has been of help. Um, as always, if you have any questions or thoughts of your own, please comment down below or hit me up on social media. I would love to converse with you. Um, also, speaking of films, uh, we're in the final days of a crowdfund for um, my team's feature film called Autumn Into Fall. The link is in the description. It would mean the world to me if you just checked it out, right? Just check it out. Information about what the movie is, what we're trying to achieve um, is all there. So check it out. And, um, you know, we've tried to create cool perks to incentivize people for contributing. So it's not just like, hey, give us money. Like There's something in return that um, is cool. Um, so all that information is there. Check it out. Um, you know, that's our autumn into fall. Uh, crowdfund. Anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.